Let's all join together and pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. For you are our rock. You are our redeemer. Amen. In October 2022, a future pulse survey of about 11,000 workers from across the United States, from all across the world, revealed that about two in five people are feeling this. That's about 40% of people in that survey. They reported feelings of exhaustion or tiredness, feelings of cynical or negative thoughts toward their job, or at least uh, more thoughts of distance and separation from their work, or, or they had feelings of being done, feelings that they didn't want any more, that they were ready to be done with everything else. In this survey, that gives us a pretty good picture and understanding of where workers are, where people are at in life. It really revealed that about two in five every workers are showing signs of burnout. If you Google burnout today, you're going to find this endless list of results that try to help you realize if you are going through burnout. And hopefully, some suggestions of how to deal with burnout when you're going through burnout. But can you guess when this list of resources started showing up and started being a whole lot more in your face? You probably can. About 2020 till today. Because the pandemic not only brought death and disease and sickness and all those awful things into our life, for many of us, it pushed us past any breaking point, past the point of pressure that we felt in our lives, it left many of us feeling drained like we've got nothing left. Now, I don't need you to raise your hand this morning and say, yes, that's me. Because I know. In fact, I don't need to get to know you any better than your pastor who's only been here for about a month or maybe a person that's only meeting you today for the first time. I know. I know the last couple years have taken it out of you. I know that this church, especially, without having a full-time pastor for a year, I know that that was hard. I know that it's very possible you're sitting here, you're watching today, and you're at your breaking point. And just one more thing is going to push you over the edge. I know. You see, burnout is a real issue for us here inside this church building and for other people that we're connected with, for people out there, for people in our communities and in our lives too. Burnout's real. Well, this morning I'd like to do another survey, a survey that I put together. Can we do that this morning? Uh, I promise it's going to be easier than any quiz or test that you went through this week. Any work assignment that you had, I promise it's going to be better than that. It's multiple choice. There's only four options. And the four options are going to stay the same for every scenario. Okay? You ready? So here's the scenario. Imagine that we as a group today, we're going to go after this to the zoo. 
And when we're at the zoo, one of the youngest babies in this room, one of the little ones that can barely just get there, they climb up on the railing, they hang over the edge, and then you see in horror as they fall into the lion exhibit. All right, here's your options. What do you do? Ready? A, at that point, you take a nap. B, you walk back to the concessions and buy some ice cream. C, you pull out your phone and you start filming because you know this is going to make the news and maybe your footage is going to be the one that they show. Or D, you go after them and you do everything you can to protect them. What do you think? D, I hope, otherwise you're not going with my kids to the zoo, right? D, you go after them and you do everything you can to protect them. All right? Now imagine that they pull you up out of the exhibit. You made it. You're safe. It's all good. It's all fine. And, well, you're at the zoo and the little kid wants to keep going. So you keep going to the next place and it happens again. And they fall into the wolf den, too. Ooh, wolves are good, right? Except when you're in their exhibit, right? Not where you want to be. What happens? What do you do? A, B, C, D. What do you do? You, D, you go after them and you do everything you can do to protect them, right? All right, imagine it happens again with the leopards. Imagine it happens again with the bears. Okay, and then instead, another time, instead of falling in, they've learned their lesson. Instead, somehow they find a crack in there and they stretch their little arm through the glass, reaching out to the poisonous snake on the inside. What do you do then? D. You go after them. You do everything you can to protect them. Of course, this is what you do. Whew. Now, if you actually went through that, you would feel burned out. If even one of those things happened and you were part of that experience, I can promise you, because I know for myself, I would feel more drained and burned out than any other stress-filled day in my life. It would take me real hours of doing absolutely nothing going on for me to feel like I'd be worth anything after that because it's draining. That's what life can feel like for us, right? One draining experience after another building up again and again until it feels like you and I have got nothing left to give. It's in this messed up, draining world that we live in that's the exact same draining world that Isaiah lived into. That's why God helped him see through this messed up world reality into a better reality, a future reality that isn't like it is here. God showed him this reality in which the wolf will lie down with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf, and the lion. Enemies? Food? And the yearling together. A little child will lead them. The cow is going to feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together. The lion doesn't eat meat. Instead, it eats straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. <sighs> Just even hearing about that, like that stresses me out in my mind 
But Isaiah sees this time when normally you would have to jump into action and try to save and do your best to make things work okay. And instead, because that world is different, what does he do? Nothing. Nothing has to happen. Everything is good in this reality. Instead, he sits there and he can rest. That's not what you've learned from your life experience, is it? I think instead, the, the rest that we try to find comes a little bit like this. It sounds like, if only fill in the blank, then I would get some rest. Oh. If only the kids wouldn't fight just for one day, then I would get some rest. If only nobody would wake up and bother me and pester me before 8 a.m. and I'd have some alone time, then I'd get some rest. If only people stopped reminding me about the homework assignment, the work project that's due and that deadline that's coming up, and if I don't meet that deadline, then all the bad things that are going to come from it. If only fill in the blank with whatever's in your head, then I might get some rest. And it's in our minds that work that way that the devil then comes and whispers even further. He pushes things to the spiritual. You think you can get rest? Do you remember how you sinned on the way here this morning? You think that God's just going to forgive you for that? You think you can be good with him? Oh no, if you want to be good with him, you're going to have to work for it. You got to earn that. If you want to be right with God, it's up to you and you got to start balancing out this good and this bad or you're never going to find peace. But living that kind of life, that leads to burnout, to being drained of everything you have so that there's nothing left anymore. It leads to you feeling like this tree, this dead tree, this dried out tree, this tree that has absolutely nothing left, a dead, dried out stump that's never going to offer anything good anymore. And that's why God wants you to get to see what Isaiah saw. Because God shows him a better reality, a reality that's ours now too. He says, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. From this impossible, dead, and dried out stump with absolutely nothing left, life springs up. Life grows up. Life reveals itself for everybody to see. The impossible happens. Life comes up from what is dead and enters into our world and changes everything. So much so that this is now the reality for us, that all these awful and evil and destructive things, they will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. Everything that you and I see and experience in this world that should stress us out, that should drain us, instead those things get drained of their power.
those things in this reality can't hurt you anymore because the knowledge of what the Lord has done for you in your Savior, that covers over absolutely everything like water fills and covers over the earth. The one who came from the family line of Jesse and King David, which at Isaiah's time looked as dead as it could have, that one came into this world, Jesus, and he is a real rest. Now, I think you've watched enough movies to know what to do when you find yourself standing in quicksand, right? I mean, people in the movies just don't get it. They haven't seen it enough. Because what happens? You find yourself standing in quicksand and the stress starts to build up. You start to panic and get worried. And because you're panicking and worrying, what do you do? You do everything you can in your power. You wrestle, you struggle, you pull, you reach out, you do everything you can and then what happens? You start to sink further and further down until the only thing that's left is your head or maybe just a hand grasping, trying to get a hold of something else. What do the movies teach us? How do you get out of quicksand? You can't do it yourself. You need somebody else. You need someone else reaching out to grab you, holding the stick out for you to have your hand on and pull you out of that thing. And without somebody else coming in to help, there is no hope. But with someone else, you can be safe. You don't have to struggle. So what should you and I do? What can we learn from quicksand in movies? Don't quote me on that in real life if you're in quicksand. I don't know what's the best thing. But what can we do in real life? Look to someone else for help. Look to someone else for rest. Because you and I can't do it on our own. No, stop the struggle. Stop working hard to find your own rest in what you can do for yourself because it's not going to be there. Instead, let God give you his rest, a real rest in Jesus. See how much real rest that you're going to get in life when your if-only fill-in-the-blank becomes, I only need Jesus. Instead of letting the devil play these head games, instead, fill your head with the absolute certain realities that he tells you in his word. Memorize Bible passages that give you your identity and think through them day and day and day, again and again, that tell you who you are, that tell you what God has done for you. Passages like Romans 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is now, right now, this present moment, no condemnation. You've done nothing wrong. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Let those play in your head over and over again. And the devil's words mean nothing to you. In your daily life, whenever you get together and you have water somehow connected with you, take a minute and listen to it. Because whenever you hear water, God wants you to think back to your baptism. When he washed you clean in those waters, when he adopted you as his dear child, when he made you someone who is forgiven. Because when you think back to the waters of your baptism, what do you find? Absolute certainty in what God has done for you. And where you find certain and solid hope of forgiveness, there you're going to find certain and solid rest in him.
As I was studying for the sermon this week, I found another thing that's getting added to my bucket list, something else that I really want to do. And uh, it comes from uh, people who've gone over to Israel and taken tours. The tour guides there, as you get to the olive groves on the Mount of Olives, they'll tell you that there are these trees that exist there that are thousands of years old. Now, I'm not a tree expert, so I'm not going to claim to know or understand really if those trees are thousands of years old, but those trees do help capture a really beautiful image, and I want to go there and get to experience them. This is what those olive groves look like. So you can kind of tell the bases of these trees are massive. They're really wide, and then the the life kind of sprouts out from the top. Here's how it works. So way back at one point, somebody planted these olive trees and the tree lived and the tree grew up and that tree died. And then from the roots of that tree, kind of with the base of that tree, out of that tree then came another tree and it lived and it died and another and it lived and it died and another and it lived and it died. So that what we see today thousands of years old? I don't know. But somewhere deep down, there is this dead old tree and what came up out of it? New life. What I want to do is I want to get to go to Israel. I want to, I want to sit under one of these trees and I want to read through this passage of Isaiah because this is what God is trying to teach us. That from what looks dead and burned out and done comes new life in Jesus. Now that's not really a practical solution for us though, is it? If you're feeling burned out this morning, that's not going to be the way you're going to deal with it. So what do you do? Rest. Stop struggling. Let God tell you who you are. Go back to your identity in him. Let God fill you back up and recharge you and re-energize you And see what Isaiah saw. Our Savior Jesus who has come, our Savior who in him and in him alone, you will find a real rest. Amen.